3: Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 77. Alright, it's true. I am officially on tour. The Chaotic Good Tour has begun. Uh, Thank you so much if you came out to the Wilbur Show in Boston. It was insane. Uh, I met so many cool people and uh, it was truly a pleasure. So I was honored that so many people came out. Thank you, thank you, thank you a million times. Uh, More dates on the Chaotic Good Tour. April 15th to the 17th at the Irvine Improv in Irvine, California. Uh, then May 6th, the Varsity Theater in Minneapolis, Minnesota. May 20th, Littlefield in Brooklyn. June 4th, Showbox in Seattle. Uh, June 10th, the Magic Bag in Detroit. Uh, and more dates will be added very, 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 very soon. Also, make sure and come out to uh, Nerd Melt, Nerdist at Meltdown, May 2nd, for the live podcast with Kevin Pereira. Uh, and that brings me to this episode this is the Black Dynamite Night that we did, our, uh, our second uh, official Nerdist Podcast show at Meltdown. It was insane. I mean, like, beyond anything I could possibly have imagined, it has become the nerd clubhouse that I wanted when I was a kid. We're having the panel for Black Dynamite uh, in the back room. In the front of the store, people are playing D&D. Adrian Young and the Black Dynamite Orchestra were setting up out in the front of the store and playing music uh, from the movie, while the huge line after the panel got their comic book signed, uh, Slave Island, the first edition of uh, Black Dynamite. So it was just amazing. We showed the Black Dynamite uh, cartoon, which Adult Swim just picked up. So uh, all in all, thanks again for everyone who came out to that. Nerdist Meltdown is in full swing, and we invite you to check out uh, MeltComics.com, the events calendar, see what other shows are coming up. So, I'm going to shut up now and present to you the Nerdist Podcast number 77, live with the Black Dynamite cast and director, Scott Sanders. Now
2: entering Nerdist.com.
3: Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast of Black Dynamite.
1: I am so... Hey, Chris. Hey. Hey. Jonah, Chris, over here, on the other side of the table. Visual gag not
3: translating for audio podcast listeners. Fuck the home
1: listeners. This is for them. Yeah. You know, at
4: first...
3: At first, I thought you were saying, fuck the homeless. I'm like, that is a strong stance.
1: <laughs> oh, I, I did. Podcast. I did. I then, figure anyone who listens to our podcast is homeless. <laughs> I, just, that's a, I just make that assertion. <laughs> they found iPods. <laughs> yeah. It is nice. And iTunes. It, is, I it is
3: nice to see you guys down there. I wanted to save the middle seats uh, for our guests. Well, obviously. That's why we put you down there. It's very nice of you. Uh, of course. <laughs> um, thank you so much for coming, you guys. I mean, did you guys... How many... <laughs> uh, Do you like
1: uh, one of the best comedies in the past 10 years? Did you? Fuck yeah, you did.
3: I'm going to say of all time. uh, And I don't want to... uh I mean, I don't want to sit up here and blab too much uh, with yeah. just the three of us because I really want i want to get this panel underway. Uh, if you guys have some questions, there's going to be a Q&A section uh, at the end of the show, so uh, be prepared. Uh, I believe these T-shirts are up here for us to give away. That is correct. Uh, so if you, a- if you ask a good question, you get a T-shirt. If you don't ask a good question, we get to take your T-shirt. Uh, so just know that Careful, there's a- chubby
1: people. <laughs> there's a- and if Careful. it doesn't
3: fit, fucking lose some weight, losers. <laughs> Yeah, Matt's lost, Matt's lost 50 pounds. That's right. 50 so, pounds.
1: So rub it in everyone's faces. <laughs> uh,
3: so, without uh, further ado, I would like to introduce, uh, first of all, you know him as Bullhorn. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. please welcome Byron yes. Mins. <laughs> So, uh, the uh, the author of *Slave Island*, the *Black Dynamite* comic book, Brian Ash, is here as well. Uh, uh, the director of *Black Dynamite*, Mr. Scott Sanders. Of course, the titular character of Black Dynamite, Michael J. White is here as well. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank you, most Caucasian person ever. <laughs> I too can dig it. Watch me digging it. Uh, oh my gosh, this is such a this is such a tremendous honor for me, and also a testament to the power of podcasting. Um, <laughs> Scott Sanders, uh, j- just a little quick backstory. Um, uh, about a year ago, Jonah Ray. Would not shut up about this movie called Black Dynamite. He was like, "You guys have got to see Black Dynamite. It's one of the best comedies
2: you, uh, I've seen in the last. You guys years. are welcome. You guys are welcome. Thank beautiful. you, sir."
3: And he literally talked about it so much that finally I was like, "Okay, I will watch this movie to shut you up."
1: Yeah, because why would you listen to your friend who <laughs> you share similar taste with?
3: And so uh, my my girlfriend and I uh, got it was on Netflix streaming. We watched it, and within the first five minutes, I knew like. This is one of the best comedies I've ever seen in my life, and <laughs> and and since then i have been obsessed with the movie. Scott, you must have had some sort of a radar that heard your name get mentioned on the podcast, because <laughs>
0: well, it'd be funny because it's like you guys mentioned it like three or four times. I started listening to the podcast, and I'd like you get into a situation where I knew you were going to mention it. <laughs> <laughs> here it comes! Here it comes! <laughs> so I'd be getting on the subway and be like, "Yeah, cedric Yarbo did this thing." Oh yeah, you know chocolate giddy up, blah blah blah. Yeah. Like, there we go. We're going into it. <laughs> so
3: Scott Sanders comments on a thread on my website, and he was like, "I'm the director of Black Dynamite. Thank you so much for." So-. I'm like, oh my god, is that the real Scott Sanders? <laughs> uh, and we tr- we traded emails, and you know, we actually had you on the podcast. I just didn't put it up yet because I knew that we were going to do the panel. Mm-hmm. Um, so we arranged all this with Ars Nova. Thank you so much to them as well, and we made this a full yeah. Black Dynamite night. So, I guess you know. Let's just ask the most obvious questions. Uh, how did the movie come about? How did you guys get involved? Um, what What was the story?
4: It's um, it was weird. I was doing this movie called uh, Undisputed, uh, Undisputed Two, in um, yeah. in Bulgaria, <laughs> and I was listening to my uh, my iPod, and I had this James Brown like you know uh, playlist, and on comes Super Bad. And for some reason, I just, I just got this idea of this movie. At first, the, mo- the movie was called Super Bad, but then we got beat to the, the punch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh, Mike really wanted to call it Super Bad. He's like, "Can we do a Super Bad with like three Ds?"
3: <laughs>
4: right. Because <laughs> like, maybe
0: not. Color Me Bad had the one with two Ds. <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly.
4: yeah. and then, then the the, the Appetite movie. I'm like, why the hell is this one called Super Bad? <laughs> what What has got got to do with it? But anyway. <laughs> um, I, I had this this, uh, this this vision with you know about it, and I, I as soon as I got back, I I ran to these um, little vintage stores and and you know did my own like my lo- my own little like uh, dress rehearsal and, and got all these vintage clothes. Incidentally, the the exact outfit, this v- exact outfit, I um I got this thing. Well, that's I, I the exact re- you- picture. You wore a black That's
1: dynamite shirt. You found a black dynamite <laughs> shirt. That's crazy. No, no, this was no, but,
4: but this outfit, I, I, you know, rented this outfit from a little, like, you know, costume house uh-huh. and took a picture. It was this exact picture, right? So and, this uh, picture came before the movie or any idea yeah. of anything. And so, you know, this whole idea, uh, uh, you know, I... I you know, had a gun in nunchucks. I'm like, that's a little bit too far. You know, I'm like, that's the, the tone. And um and and so uh Scott, Scott and I were um talking. We I've been wanting to work with him again since we did this movie um Thickest Thieves years ago. And um he he was uh he gave me a script uh, another movie that he was talking about doing something, and he was asking me what I was up to, and I and I said, Man, I got this idea of this, like, lost 70s movie, but, you know, it had the whole concept of it. It Starts here and it ends there. And I showed him the picture, and he's like, dude, uh, this is (laughs) kind of (laughs) interesting, And then then it's like, you know, we just kept talking, but then it's like, he calls back later, he's like, no, really, Mike, uh, (laughs) that that idea, you know, it's really, and, and it gets... I, it, it has been several things I tried to get Scott to do over the years and you know and he's got a discriminating taste you know he you know he, he don't care he'll DJ you he, he know he won't just direct anything there's a lot of big movies that that you know that you guys know about that he's been offered that he will just like, start naming a like... out steel see. Magnolias. <laughs> <Yeah>. I mean <laughs> <Like> transmorphers <laughs> but yeah but so I mean so I listen I'm like you know, Scott really is digging this, and I think you know we work so well together. And then it just became like you know he just you know, he called he called he he was he's like I have this friend you won't believe this I have a friend who does nothing but seventies music and he plays seventies instruments for what I don't know why, <laughs> <laughs> but he's like and, you know with, which is AJ why is AJ not where right. is he Adrian he's said he oh, yeah, yeah. but but it's like it was like this this thing that you know it was it was Scott and AJ and it was me and Byron Byron and I you know old friends Byron is like a walking encyclopedia of black exploitation movies <laughs> <laughs> like Byron could just like you would talk you would throw out a movie and what he's doing like a whole monologue from a movie and it's like it's insane you know so we we all we got together and it was just like it was just a symbiosis that just lasted and it was just magical when we were all together we you know we could you know you know figure it out and be going on this road or whatever but we all come together and we all knew when it was right Mm -hmm. you know and it was just that that chemistry is it's just like you know it's just amazing when you got people who you know they all get it do you feel like it's
3: possible to engineer that or do you feel like this was just the sort of weird astrological chemistry that we all just happened to have.
4: Yeah, it, it is because everybody it did like three things, you know, <laughs> it's like, but we, you know, like AJ is also the editor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and he's he does, he composed the music and he's editing and, every, but everybody, you know, we were so used to doing so many other things. Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> you would be like oh he's director and caterer <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and did it, did it have to be that way
3: i mean was the, was the i mean what was, was the budget on the film like was was it like well people kind of have to act and cater at the same time Yeah, exactly was, i mean was it was a,
0: pretty low i mean mm. for you know there's like 70 sets it's uh you know uh, I don't know I mean, period was it, was it low action. enough
3: that you were worried about the eggs like oh if we could do a second yeah. take with those eggs well, we are shot for the day
5: well yeah
0: exactly yeah. that's why they're carrying eggs because glass would cost too much <laughs> <laughs> so, like, right. like, like does it really have to be six dozen can it be five <laughs> yeah, right.
1: five's funny right yeah. yeah just one just one egg
2: <laughs>
3: yeah Byron what's your favorite uh, what's your favorite black exploitation film um The Mac okay The Mac and what was it a, what was it particularly cuz i mean black exploitation film for me it seemed like i mean i have i can't i won't claim to see every one i mean i won't claim to see every, seen every one but everyone can tell in the beginning <laughs> 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 i can dig it <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh but they but they really like you know sort of halfway through the peak of the the genre it just feels like they are really just going way over the top <laughs> and you know they, and uh, did they even do a second take of that shot like <laughs> yeah. So what was it, you know, what was it that you think uh, that sort of spawned the genre and, like, why, why did it survive? Uh,
6: I, I think initially, you know, it was, it was taken more serious, the first one being Shaft, which was a serious detective, you know, film. And, the, you know, it was pretty strong images, great music, what have you. But I think once uh, they got wind of the fact that these were making money and basically keeping Hollywood afloat, they were willing to make anything, and at that point, <laughs> is when you
1: this sounds very familiar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the Hollywood I know.
3: Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because one of the things that's so that's so great about the movie is that you know you can tell. I mean, you're, you are you are satirizing the genre, but you are also paying a loving tribute to the genre at the same time. It doesn't feel it doesn't feel mean or derisive in any way.
4: It feels like it's it's fun. Yeah, we wanted to pay homage to the entire genre. It's, it's um you know like there are the movies like Mac and Shaft that uh, can stand up to this day. I mean I, I I I challenge anyone look at the Mac and then look at something that's comparable like um, Hustle and Flow. It, and I tell you the Mac actually stands up you know, dramatically in, in 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 a lot of in a lot of ways. Even though they did it on a shoestring budget, but right. it, you know it really was. Political it had a lot of, you know, there, there, there were these movies that were done by the studio and they, they were, you know, done with care. And later on, of course, it became black exploitation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, that that word black exploitation after it got exploited, that you know there was these big empty movie houses with in in the inner city, and you know they got people found out that people would, you know, go to these movies over and over. Um, then they, they there was these movies that were like you know cost about like uh, like 1500 and then you just <laughs> you know and they had black and in front of the title that oh always told yeah, oh yeah. that help right. that helped you know they were a black <laughs> exploitation exactly like. any any white movie that that made it they had a black version it was like it was black godfather yeah. 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 And, 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 black steel magnolias. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but the worst one was black shampoo. Yeah, black shampoo is literally. Which is
0: actually that same pose. Uh, Mr. Jonathan has like a hair dryer in one hand and like a chick in the yeah. other.
4: Yeah. <laughs> They just, they just didn't get
3: that's cre- real yeah. it, it, there's almost like there's almost a meta story going on where in a black exploitation film where you get the creepy old white boss of the movie that's pulling <laughs> over oh, yeah. the strings that's the movie studio <laughs> that's pulling the strings at the same time so you guys uh, there are definitely two movies going on in Black Dynamite there is the story of Black Dynamite and then there is the making of Black Dynamite yeah. uh, oh, yeah. as well so you, you want to talk a little bit about, about that
0: well that was like always kind of Mike's idea he's always like you know, t- to approach the character, he, was, um, he wasn't he was just Michael Jai White playing Black Dynamite. He was Michael Jai White playing Ferrante Jones.
2: You tell him about Ronté
4: right. Jones, the uh,
5: running back
0: yeah. for the
4: Baltimore Colts, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who was playing Black Dynamite. Right. <laughs> uh, Actually, see, back then... The majority of the the black action stars were former football players. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, unlike, you know, well, you know, like nowadays they were like rappers. Yeah. (laughs) But they they were all football players. And so basically, like that, Ferrante Jones was a guy. I mean, he created all this stuff about him, you know, him being. he had his neck broken in a tackle. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I started to do this thing where, you know, like, if you notice, like, Black Dynamite has a problem, turn his head one direction. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, to, you know, to go down that route of this Ferrante Jones character, and, you know. But it, it's, uh, you know, so you know, we, were just, we wanted to be true to the, the time.
3: Oh, you you have to go deeper down the rabbit hole, and you have to make the Ferrante Jones documentary. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. I mean, we were talking
4: about doing like Ferrante Jones now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like working in a car wash. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Scott, did, Scott, didn't you say you also had a character on set as a director?
0: Oh yeah, that's right. Like, um, well, I I was trying to stay on board with it too. So I imagine myself like as like this hippie Jewish dude who hung out with, like, Black Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> and and as the course of the movie was going on, was smoking more and more weed. <laughs> and then, like, oh, yeah, it'd be cool if, like, Nixon came in, man. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome.
3: <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard anyone approach a movie that way before, <laughs> I know. where the yeah. entire cast and crew takes on other... <laughs> yeah, we well, well, yeah, it, it
4: had to, it had to be at the time, like... You know, we had to come up with the baddest cat out there. You know, he had to be better than Shaq and, and Superfly. You know what I'm saying? He got to do this. You know what i mean? So you got to outdo the rest of the movies. So the actual stars are the the, the writers, the the revolutionary writers from, from back in the '70s. You know what I mean? You see, you know, their heaven-handed approach to creating this, like, Superman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Byron, who was your character?
3: Did you have a character? Did you play a guy playing a guy? Uh, I,
6: I, think, <laughs> I think it was T. Purvis Washington.
5: <laughs> 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 like, I think. No. no, I'm pretty sure that was it. But we did
0: that in the trailer. Like, I always thought that uh, Bullhorn was just, it was like Rudy or more like, you were Bullhorn playing Bullhorn, right. you know?
6: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. At, at the end it became meat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: So did you did
3: you start out? Uh, like how did you get funding for the movie, and, and how, did, how did it evolve from uh, from vintage photograph to uh, to feature length film?
4: We did this. We did this trailer. We ran around. We spent about five hundred and some odd dollars and shot a, a concept trailer, which you you could you could find it on YouTube still. And, and uh, we we it's ran. It's my around. YouTube thing still. I think. Yeah. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but we ran around, stole all these locations and stuff, and you know, just created this you know 70s this raw 70s trailer and then uh you know we put put it together edited it, and then and, and sent it to John Steingart who's in this room somewhere back yeah,
0: there. Yeah John was back there I remember yeah, John yeah. back He's there. our producer Hey John <laughs> And uh so we, we I sent it to him and then he goes so why are you just sending me this old black exploitation
2: trailer?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he's you know worked with Mike before in our other film. He's I was like that's Michael Jai White. He's like oh I can raise the money for this. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, really do you need a script? Because <laughs> that might help. <laughs> like nah. I mean if you want one. <laughs>
3: so, so how it, how much together? of it was pre? How much of it was there? Was there a lot of imp- imp- improvisation on the set, or was it was it pretty? Was the script pretty tight?
4: Pretty, pretty, tight. I mean, there was a, there was improvisation in, in the pimp scene. You know, like, we, we got those uh, those brilliant minds. I mean, you know, I mean Cedric Yarbrough came up with the the best. That's the best. That's an awesome the, the line. Best off the cuff line. You know, I think we should say it as a group. Yeah. So you you
3: say your line, and then we will <laughs> all say. We'll, we'll all say ours. <laughs>
4: okay. Yeah, because I mean, actually, that was the that was the hardest time I had to, to keep a straight face. Uh, okay, you know, because he, he, he came off with that when I was like, you know, <laughs> what, what what was your what was your line before Cedric's? So. What was it? Somebody help me with this. If um, I catch somebody, if I catch you, <laughs> take be that hand. as it may. <laughs> no, well, that's what I said afterwards. Oh, oh, Declare that's war. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, deg- I'm, I'm declaring war on anybody. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm declaring war people. on anybody who sells drugs in our community. But, but, but black yeah. dynamite, I, I sell, sell drugs to the community.
2: <laughs> 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 it was a... <laughs> Very good. It's
1: funny. The uh, I ran into C- uh, I ran into C- Cedric recently, and like uh, like I told him, I was like, "Oh, that line is like my favorite line in the movie." He's all, "Yeah, yeah, that was mine. I made that up. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't in the script." I was like, "Oh, that's it's great. It's really funny in the movie." Yeah, yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: yeah, I mean, that was that the, the pimp scene was. We had Arsenio Hall in that scene oh, yeah, uh, yeah. as well. Who else? Who, Captain, who, who? Kangaroo Captain, Captain Kangaroo pimp. Captain Kangaroo pimp.
1: yeah. Classic, classic pimp archetype. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he was funny because he was like an extra like who just you know like you're an extra in a movie you just come to work that day and then all of a sudden you have like a hot chick sitting in your lap <laughs> and you're Captain Kangaroo <laughs> he's like this was a great
4: day of work for my uh, $75 <laughs> I and hope his IMDb page says Captain Kangaroo Pimp <laughs> all incidentally, of a sudden, that's Captain the Camp that's Camp the deciding Camp. factor for Arsenio Hall to be involved in a movie <laughs> he read that scene he said Captain Kangaroo Pimp I'm in <laughs> 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 I feel like there could be a whole
3: separate series of fan fiction based on Captain Kangaroo <laughs> yeah. pimp. If, some, if someone were dedicated, uh, so uh, how long? How long was the shoot? How long was your shoot? Uh,
0: it was twenty days, and then um, I think we had like two or three days of green screen days. Wow. So it was pretty quick. Mm. It was and, crazy, man. Because there's a lot of stuff. So there's like a half an hour that's not even in the movie. So it was like. I mean there there was one day we had there other presidents in it cuz it, it So <laughs> 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 okay this was my idea that it didn't really work but <laughs> black dynamite comes out of the uh out of the um into the white house and the white house is full of booby traps so it's just like <laughs> statues of presidents like uh, Theodore Roosevelt has a gun and just like <laughs> points it at him and, and like you know they're just like they're just all booby trapped. That's yeah. Like, the I, whole...
4: I kick off uh, Theodore Roosevelt's head and oh yeah. <laughs> and then oh the, oh then uh, George Wash a,
0: a statue of George Washington tries to throw an axe at him.
3: And... <laughs> it, it, it was a, a Scooby Doo moment. Yeah,
4: mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, it was a little too Scooby
3: Doo. <laughs> so when you watched it, you were just like, ah, I don't need
0: that in there. It, like it's like okay, this, you just want to see you know. I don't know. It's just at that point, you want to see Black Dynamite kick real ass and not yeah. just statue ass. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so it
2: it's always a problem, statue uh, ass. I
3: mean, statue ass. And 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 you are uh, you are in phenomenal shape. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that. Uh, I mean, you can see Chris. I mean, he's in pretty good shape. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he hasn't lost fifty true. pounds recently, <laughs> <laughs> like Matt Myra. But. Uh, but you're you're in phenomenal shape. I mean, you did you did all the kung fu yourself, correct? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh
1: damn. I think it's pronounced kung fu. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, it's kung fu. Kung
4: fu. <laughs> kung fu. <laughs> yeah.
3: Did you choreograph the fight scene, or did you bring someone in for that?
4: Oh, yeah, I, mean, I brought, brought a buddy of mine named Ron Yuan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we kind of you know choreograph things together. It's like you know we it's like we do that for fun anyway. You mm-hmm. know that kind of <laughs> <laughs> stuff. You know what I mean? So this is like we had a whole lot of lot of fun.
0: That's the fiendish Doctor Wu's brother.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
3: Yeah. Uh, You of course uh, were Spawn as well. Oh yeah yeah yeah.
4: Yes. Thank you.
3: And it's, it's, just so, it's just so amazing to see... This is just the comedy snobbery in me, but it's so amazing to see someone who is in as peak a physical condition as you can possibly be do masterful comedy at the same oh, thank time. Thank you, thank uh, you. So was kind you, was of you
1: unfair. <laughs> it's a little unfair, <laughs> to be quite honest.
3: It's, it's unfair for us uh, sloppy, white, nerdy types uh, <laughs> who will
4: never be that physical. But was your, did you have any sort of comedy training, or what was your... Well, um, my friends, I mean, I... I my friends always kind of, kind of consider me pretty funny, even though like I mean, other people don't, you know, see because I kind of look mean, kind
2: of. <laughs> like you know,
4: we, you know, when you kick somebody in the face in a movie, the people they, they kind of just brand you as like the tough guy. But, you but, kick one <laughs> asshole you know, in the yeah, face, and all uh, of a sudden it's, and it's yeah. like, <laughs> and I, just, I just don't look like the, the comedy type at first because you know it's just like this face <laughs> is just, you know what I mean? It, it's it just.
0: <laughs> I just say that Mike does that even like. He'll do the frown. He's like, where do you want to go eat?
4: <laughs> right. I mean, like, kid's me just thinking of something else, you know. Right. right. You know, I'm wondering why people are people scared, and it's, it's like, you know, I'm like, I'm thinking about like kittens playing with cotton balls, and I. just, you know, Yeah, I look like this, you know, but 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 anytime I work on a film, there's a, it's like a comedy version of it. Mm-hmm. On set, you know, it's like I—I I have just, I'm just plagued with this thing where, especially if I'm, I'm serious, I'm supposed to be like in some serious situation. People don't know, but there's all kinds of goofy shit I'm fighting against. Yeah, you know, so it's like I look like this, but there's goofy shit that's just like there's, there's like, like it's like, Benny Hill. Say, say this and all this, and I'm like, you know, I'm fighting my demons. L- let me but, tell you but, one of them. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs>
6: One of them is, Mike has this thing about killing mascots.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
6: so, that, that, thus the donut. Right.
4: <laughs> yeah. my wife thinks I'm crazy. She's like, well, the whole family, when they see somebody dressed up in an outfit, they try to, like, no, no, no. Because... You must be crazy
5: to bring to Disneyland.
4: Yeah, yeah. No, he
1: really means he's fighting Goofy.
4: Like I just, you know, I don't know. I just want to torture, you know, those... Guys in
2: mascot.
1: Yeah, because they got it so good. You gotta take them down an on a
2: notch. Or sweaty. High on their suit.
1: horse made a felt <laughs> while they're in a suit made a felt like a horse. <laughs> Why
4: is he kicking me in the midriff? <laughs> they're, just, they're just so they
3: silly. They got that I stupid mean, handler that makes sure they don't get heat stroke. <laughs> fuck them.
4: <Yeah. laughs> So, you know, I've, I've committed to any movie that I'm, you know, producing or you know, directing or whatever. Um, there will be a mascot, like, <laughs> <laughs> torture in the movie. I just directed this movie called, well, Never Back Down 2. And, it, and there's, if you look really closely, there's a party scene, right? There's, you know, a college party scene that's going on. And if you look way back, there's this moose being tortured.
2: <laughs> uh,
1: I want to see, uh, then I want to see, like, in another Black Dynamite movie where you, like, uh, run into a, a furry convention and you just go apes. So. Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> Do they so, have those in the 70s? Yeah. Thank
1: they- probably, in a weirder way. We're <laughs> <laughs> just guys were really furry.
3: Yeah. Greasier, in a yeah. greasier way. Their keys
4: yeah. were in a bowl. You know, yeah. it's the 70s. Yeah. Don't no, dress anyway.
1: up like a bear. I you mean, wouldn't I, like honestly, me when you dress up like a bear. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's not Is it, It's not just me, is it? I mean, do you not want to tackle those, those guys? <laughs> 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 Please, can, can you show, show me some hands. <laughs> oh, oh, there you go. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> you probably
3: fucking loved it when that alone. guy in the Brewers hit that sausage with the bat. Remember that? <laughs> you were like, yeah, fuck that hot dog mascot. Well, I always... I would yeah. always I, you know for some reason the San Diego chicken always really made me mad see, see. I don't know <laughs> it's just it's it just, it just that idea of him being like
4: hey everybody look at me hey, and, you know and i mean? and like shut the fuck up line would be perfect <laughs> you know just imagine he's, he's being goofy and you just somebody just wants
2: something just up.
4: <laughs> there must be a
3: weird fetish for this there must be a weird like fetish site <laughs> watching <laughs> the mascots be brutalized
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, The closest you get is people shitting on mascots. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I had Google one night.
2: But it's
4: kind of like you—they're—they're they're okay. They're in a puffy suit, you know what I mean? It, it's not gonna hurt them <laughs> that. Yeah, but there's there's a chewy center, and that's a person.
2: <laughs>
4: that's an interesting point. Do you feel the same way about Chewbacca? Oh well, yeah, che- Chewie, yeah, he could get it too. <laughs> mm. He I complains mean, a lot. He you'd
1: be the best Lando. Fuck you, Chewie. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh my God! If they ever did like a, if they ever did like more prequels and it was just don't like, put know, it past them. Oh. <laughs> Shit, 2012's coming. Got to make more money. Oh yeah, seriously. But what you guys managed to do, and and, and I thought it could never be done, is is uh, you know so many people have tried to recapture the Zucker magic, uh, and no one ever gets it right. I've never seen it since the since the early Zucker brothers. I've never seen anyone get it done, do do it properly because people always play the comedy. And you guys from finally were like, no, we're going to play it straight. We're not, we're not being funny. We are serious. This is serious. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why I think the, mo- the movie works so well. And even in all the, the booms coming into shots and stuff. So what, what was the, what, what, what was that layer of the movie? The, with the booms and the shots? Yeah, just all the, all the weird. And like, like
0: during the fight scene, how the actor just turns into someone
3: else. <laughs>
2: Well,
0: I mean, a lot of that stuff came from Dolomite. I mean, like, in Dolomite, you would see the booms and the shots. They would be right there. Like, you know, like...
2: The
0: the great thing about Dolomite, and I think it had a, a lot of influence on us, is just that it was a movie... Well, he was a comedian, but... You know, and he was making a movie, but the funniest parts are not when he's doing his comedy. <laughs> so, it's just like when he gets really serious. It was always really it was like this path of funny to me. Like like he would be having sex in a movie, and we did this in Black Dynamite, where you'd see the POV, you're under him.
2: <laughs> like, you know, push us. I was like... <laughs>
0: and, and and you could tell that, like, Rudy Ray Moore wasn't sitting like, oh, this is really, really funny. He goes, god damn, I'm sexy. This would be hot for the ladies to see. Unfortunately, know? he had to fuck a camera guy. <laughs> <to get> <laughs> <on>. <laughs> Gotta
1: make it real. I have to make it real.
0: Well, that's the thing. My, uh, my, cam- my cameraman for the scene where he's... Uh, Black Dynamite's POV. He's standing over three porn stars, <laughs> dipping down like this at the camera, and it's like there's a picture of him, and it's like it's all over his house, like my greatest moment.
2: <laughs>
1: Etched into his tombstone. <laughs> yeah.
3: So uh, what I I feel like this. You told me this when I when I when we talked to you on the podcast that when the actor gets slapped in the scene, that that yeah. actually that was that was
0: for reals. what well, it, it wasn't. I thought that came from a in, in uh, what was the second Dolomite movie? Human Tornado. Okay, er- oh yeah, Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson uh, was in uh, the Human Tornado, and he was in a fight scene, mm-hmm. and then they were finishing the fight scene, Ernie Hudson couldn't show up that day, so <laughs> they just had Ernie Hudson's brother come in. So it was like...
4: Is that where that came from? Yeah. Uh, no, it, well, I mean, that could have been over. that <laughs> job was definitely not worth eleven five a year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ernie, her husband's brother was like six inches shorter than you know? yeah, <laughs> yeah. But but the, the idea of that, you know, that that you know, split take is just that. Like Sometimes they just they just like uh, you know they, they they just like try to the, like. Well, I just wanted to tell a story in mm. that thing where this guy got replaced because
2: he,
4: he went crazy and like attacked the guy and they recast it you know like there was a the fight way. there yeah. was a fight yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so you can to be carried
3: out story that you know so yeah. in between the shots, like, that motherfucker is here tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. right. right. Isn't there a little
1: bit of that, too, with the scene uh, at the cat house where, like, the uh, prostitute finishes Black Dynamite's line and he just, like, goes ape shit on her? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah.
4: I never thought of that. But it was, yeah, that was What Veronte was Jones. thinking at that point? It. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it was just one of those things where, you know, I don't want, I never wanted Black Dynamite to be too damn cool there's something like there's something that's always fighting against like one of his soliloquies you know what i mean you know what i mean so so like you know when he's on a soapbox you know he's you know that's when the boom comes you know when he's trying to get too smooth it just kind of takes it back down because she fucks it all up you know what i mean you know so i just want to always have this kind of balance uh-huh. you know what i mean so that's kind of what came up in my mind it's is like kind of I also yeah, love.
3: Quick. I also love the scene where you guys figure out the master plan, with the, <laughs> the insane like Greek mythology, and <laughs> then they're spinning all the way around. How did, how did along that with chicken and waffles? That's <laughs> it. <Yes. laughs> oh yeah, Gene genius, the discovery of chicken and waffles uh, <laughs> yeah. in Black anyway, But but how did, how did that scene how did that scene come about? That so was
6: something right. that he was adamant about. I yeah. mean. This was something that that was in his mind from the very beginning. Before, you know, um, anything was figured out about the, the mythology, he, this, this leap of logic was going to happen.
4: Yeah, it's um, it's one of those things that, like, you see in a lot of movies, it's like, okay, they're defeated. Everything is, you know, everything is, you know, it's done, and, you know, they're licking their wounds, and it's like, you know... Oh, and you want a tic-tac? A tic-tac! That's it! You know what I mean? And so, and so. so, you know, you see that in, in, in things today, you know what I mean? Like, like every CSI, week on House. Yeah, all the time. It's just like, it's a, it's a stab at that type of thing, but, you know, we we bring it to the land of ridiculousness. Yeah. And I remember remember when I was writing that, that, there was like a whole day of like, you know, I was walking around going like this, and my wife would t- say, <laughs> it was a whole day of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? You were actually <laughs> connecting in your yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. Or- and I'm just like, you know, it was a whole day. Like, she's like, just <laughs> like, hey, here's, here's your food. <laughs> you know? And so it was like, you know, all, all of that and then putting it out. and then. But it's weird
0: because we, there are a couple of things would get pulled out. And I would look because I didn't. My mind could not operate in this loopy loop. There. I was like, Mike, we can't have a because it was supposed to be like Python malt liquor. It's another malt liquor. What do we do? It's like, hmm. You go to like plug in like Anaconda instead. You know, like if if one thing had to be pulled out before for some legal reason, you know, it had to be replaced. And I would do. Th- yeah, and and,
4: and and then figure out some kind of weird ass connection. Yeah, and bring, bring it around.
0: But it's funny because we got um, like we're gonna have Little Richard in there. We're
4: yeah, trying to looked. get Little Richard to actually do an ad.
2: <laughs> Saying
0: a, anaconda malt liquor gives you, ooh, you know, but like, because we like little Richard, you know, like old dudes like money and stuff. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I like the <some> money. <laughs> <laughs> <Woo-hoo>! <laughs> <laughs> um So we had to, like, I was like, Mike, we can't get little Richard. Hmm. Well, we'll just say it. <laughs> oh, then we don't need little Richard. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but then we also like uh, somebody did call us out on the area code 785 yeah, yeah, BC it yeah, came later yeah it the came later yeah. in my back of my head I kind of knew that but then I I didn't want to cause trouble yeah yeah bring that ruined at a for me that wrote <laughs> it for Brian <laughs> <and>. um, <laughs> how
3: how much of the stuff that, how much of the going wrong stuff in the movie actually went wrong, and how much of it was staged? Like, how how did you? Because it was so it was so well done and so organic that it didn't none of that none of the accidents seemed forced. My two, fa- <laughs> my two favorite: the guy curbing the door
5: on the on the car, real. That was an accident. <laughs> accident. Yeah, that was an accident. Yeah. Maybe Genuine.
3: I don't know. I couldn't see. Maybe the same extra forgetting to put the car in park. <laughs> huh. Yeah. It, that was an accident. Too. It's not the same actor, but it, that, it, that was that absolutely was an accident. That we
4: yeah. I was like, "That's perfect." Were you, were you, uh, Scott? Were you just overjoyed when that happened?
0: It, well, it was—it was, it was constantly Were you like, too busy being thinking, "I'm Jewish and eat weed"? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, even like, yeah, because I was acting exactly. I was like, yeah, that's fine. Let's keep going.
2: So great. But so even then, like, there's
0: a boom shot uh, in in a uh, Byron scene where he comes in and does that. That really connecting karate kick. <laughs> uh, that wasn't on purpose, but it's kind of in there. Yeah. So I was like, oh. <laughs> "That's what, that's, what, that's that's pretty much my director style in black time." I'm like, eh, that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> One of the big ones was um we had we had like five porn stars in the movie, and in porn, like the whole gig is you look in the camera. You know, like, that's your thing. I'm looking in the camera. Like, no matter what your scene is, it's like, you know, you're right here. It doesn't matter. And then, like, like the camera guys were, like, they're
4: looking in the camera. I was like,
0: oh, that's, oh, wait, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, why not? I,
4: I like when he was directing the three girls, and it was just so funny because he was like, okay, you're breathing. You're breathing. Oh, okay. And now, 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 come. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how I have sex. <laughs>
5: <laughs> and
3: that was probably like the, the most gentle day of work they had, had in <laughs> years. Yeah. That's what they
0: said. They're like, this is easy. <laughs>
3: and I'm getting $75. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs>
3: I mean, listen, I think the obvious question is, uh, why isn't there a Black Dynamite 2?
2: <laughs>
0: is that coming? Uh, we're getting a lot of interest for it, so yeah. You'll sell at least
3: this many tickets.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> Thank you.
3: I mean, where does Black Dynamite like, like? I guess in the sequel, Black Dynamite would have to go to Europe, right? And then in the third movie,
4: space maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, space is reserved for four. You got to have a fourth. Is that sequel. that's the fourth movie? Yeah, critters. <laughs> yeah, I've been laughing about the sequel for a while in my head. <laughs> so you see, there's a mascot. Some, some crazy stuff, you know, in mind that you know, when it comes down to it, it's going to be. Don't kind of interesting <laughs> <laughs> now how how was the
3: what was the theatrical release on this and how did you how did you uh how did you sell the movie and and
0: you know when did it go to 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 video and okay uh it, see what happened we went to sundance mm-hmm. and um we uh had a midnight screening and we sold it overnight. And it was really funny because uh, my mom called me up. She's like, "You sold a movie already?" I'm like, "What? It's, it's printed somewhere. Like, I don't know how my mom knew in North Carolina." But. <laughs> and um, and uh,
3: I gotta go. I got Bob Weinstein on the other phone. Thanks, mom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then uh, it was released in uh 70 theaters, and um, it 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 did well in some theaters, but not in others. So our average was kind of off. Mm-hmm. And then it was really weird, so we were all kind of bummed. And then me and Mike went to... These people in San Francisco it was like, well, we didn't have Black Dynamite. Can we have the movie? And it was like two weeks later. And we're like, okay, sure, fine. So we go... We're, we're in like the Castro District driving. And like I looked at Mike, he's like, that guy looks recognizable. And it's like, there was a guy running around as fiendish Dr. Wu. Yeah. <laughs> I like... How come these theaters are packed like so we played in the Castro and then we played it um, in Oakland and in Oakland It was like completely packed and so they had it play like um, You know extra screenings like at, like midnight shows for like a month and then like I went like I'm from Washington DC And then there was a show there that was like completely sold out So it was really weird it was one of those things where it became like a cult movie like within weeks Which was kind of <laughs> strange? it's well, like almost connected to the actual release of the movie.
3: And you know, I think it's all been it's all just been word of mouth and and honestly, we've talked about it so much on the podcast and I still get people who send me emails and write on Twitter and say, "I finally watched Black Dynamite and oh my god, you were so right." Mm. And I can't believe I didn't see this movie before now. Mm. And and being here tonight and watching uh, the screening with people—it was the same exact experience I had. Uh, they screened *Airplane* at SF Sketchfest Fest a couple months ago, mm-hmm. and watching the, the same exact experience, both movies—like watching the jokes play in front of a large group of people—it just brings it to a whole different level. I mean, you must have felt like, "Yes, you're laughing in the right places." Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, was there was there anything that uh, was there anything that still at this point that you feel like? Did people miss their like little tiny jokes that you planted in the in the
4: script, or do you feel like people have caught everything? They've caught everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but not the first couple of times, though. Like, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, by now. Yeah, yeah, by now they. Yeah, have. yeah, yeah. even a little, the, the, you know, kind you know, we kind of constructed it in a way where there's different layers mm-hmm. and some things that you're definitely not going to hear first. First, I always wanted the, the, to, there to be a smattering of laughter and and a large part of the audience not know what was was funny and like like there's like little jokes for like even like vietnamese speaking people <laughs> you know because like because basically like you know when when black dynamite is saying you know you know the, you know what, what was it it's like i'm saying you know he said he said something what, like, some like? Some great. cartoon shit. Bucu Sao. Bucu Sao. You Sao? You know, and Black Dynamite knows what it means, meaning why dynamite, why? But <laughs> Bucu Sao means you're full of shit <laughs> in Vietnamese. And, and so there's a layer underneath that for Vietnamese speaking people going, well, no, he said. Full of shit, <laughs> yeah. and, and 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 like there's a, there's other things like even for you know Mandarin speaking people they know that I'm not saying what's written. And those, <laughs> I'm really not saying what's written. And, We're not saying and
0: emancipate and
4: proclamate no, on your ass in Chinese. No, I'm saying a bunch of real street <laughs> n- nasty shit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so your, Into. Approach, your approach to this movie
3: was really to make several different movies <laughs> right, uh, right. for people to yeah there's a bunch enjoy. of little things that you know do you
0: know in that scene though it's weird because like a lot of jokes I didn't I realized they weren't jokes too for years <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> like because I would look and read stuff on like line it's like People, especially the scene where he's talking about the kid with, with in the hut mm-hmm. and he's like like I just read people like what kind of ceiling fan is in a hut in Vietnam? <laughs> I was like oh yeah <laughs> I guess they wouldn't have a ceiling
4: fan. <laughs> And, and another one, uh, your mother would turn over in the grave. as she Yeah, know. I missed that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we had seen it like I don't know twenty times. He's like, oh shit, I just caught that. <laughs> <laughs> but even like when I was directing it, I mean,
0: it maybe, and this might be a bad thing, but it's like, what are you talking about? Like. He was flat on his face. He looked up at me, burned from prison. I, I just shot a kid. Like, he's not burned. He's not on his face. He's not anything.
2: Just like none of that shit he's saying has anything to do with what's going on in the movie.
3: So, I mean, I guess, are you doing more comedy stuff now,
4: or are you are you doing more action stuff, or, or what? You know, what's weird is like if you look at the, the body of the things I've done. There's like almost fifty fifty comedy in it. Mm-hmm. Like but it's still like the whole, you know, I kick people in the face, so you don't know you don't notice. <laughs> so so it's it's like, you know, like in the you know, the Tyler Perry movie, like I'm the comic relief in the thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh and there's a lot of things I've done on television that's got this comedic thing. And um but you know, it's just like I'm whenever you see me serious in a movie. Believe me, when they yell "cut," I was doing something goofy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, what's great is that you you seem to work on a lot of these movies. Like, I don't out of the black dynamite
4: garb. Mm. I don't know if I would have recognized you, which is good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is good because I, I worry about the N- Leslie Nielsen type of thing. Right. Because if I look too much like myself, then you know I could be in a serious drama, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, so because you know Leslie Nielsen, you know, would be you know. God rest his soul. I mean, it would be very difficult for him to do Naked Gun and then do a serious movie. Yeah. Because the nature of his comedy is pretty darn serious. Yeah. So you you be waiting to laugh, and he's like, you know, oh no, I want you to cry now. He's <laughs> like, you know, so it, I didn't want to be in that situation. Yeah. I forgot
0: what uh, Mike looked like because every day he show up is black dynamite, and oh, this is the so thing. Mike, he also looked like like my dead dad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because like everybody like all black men of the air kind of look like that with big bushy mustache and afros. So it'd be like kind of weird, like, hey, Dan.
2: <laughs> and
0: then all of a sudden, like, the end of the whole thing, he's Mike again. I was like, where'd Black Dynamite go? <laughs> well, I, I think uh, par- part of the reason why we're here tonight
3: uh, is also because of the Black Dynamite comic, which, Brian
2: Ash is here. Yeah. I'm sorry we
3: haven't... I'm have, sorry we are only just getting to you now, Brian Ash. But... Um, but when I heard that there was a Black Dynamite comic, it, it sort of filled my soul a little bit because I felt like, oh, thank God. I get, you know, like, There's an, at least some way that I can consume another Black Dynamite story. So how, I, how, did, you, how did you get involved with Slave Island, and what, what was the story? Um,
7: I felt the same way, actually, when they told me that they wanted to do a Black Dynamite comic. I was like, holy shit. Like, There's going to be more Black Dynamite. Yeah. Um, the people at Ars Nova who uh, we'd been working with, uh, Carl Jones, my writing partner producing partner, and I, um, had already been working on developing Black Dynamite, the animated series. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ars Nova came to me uh, with a story that, uh, um, that Mike and Scott and Byron uh, had come up with um, uh, called Slave Island, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and at first, it just scared the shit out of me. They're like, "We want you to write something called Slave Island?" And I was mm-hmm. like, um, that's really terrifying. I'm not really <laughs> sure how to approach that. <laughs> um, but uh, you know we, we got into it and broke the story and kind of, you know what we really tried to do with the comic book, was really do what they did with the movie in terms of trying to create an artifact of an era, um, do a certain kind of storytelling that's kind of a bygone mm-hmm. style of storytelling, and take the character Black Dynamite, who from like watching the movie over and over again as a fan, and you know you see how much backstory there is and just how many places this character theoretically has been before and can go next. Mm-hmm. Um, we put him in the in the in the Charlton Heston role, basically, um, you know, Omega Man, Planet of the Apes, or uh, um, You know, Westworld, this kind of Mm -hmm. insane pseudo-70s kind of sci-fi story. And that's kind of how we sort of got into doing the the comic book that way.
3: And the artwork is gorgeous, too. Yeah, Uh, uh,
7: yeah. Um, um, uh, June LaFamia, who who did the artwork, Um, he's this uh, legendary artist from what's called the the Filipino invasion of the 70s. There was this big movement in the 70s where a lot of Filipino artists just kind of came in and, and did all these books and just brought this incredible, like, gritty realistic like grounded style to like fantastical insane stories so for me i kind of felt like you know we, we saw a couple of contemporary artists before we settled on on june and everybody's everybody's artwork came across you know they, they did tests and it looked like undercover brother or it looked like i'm gonna get you sucker <laughs> right but it didn't it didn't feel authentic uh-huh. and ultimately we the only way to get the authentic look was to find a 74-year-old man in the Philippines to, to draw it. He was the real deal. We've so, all been
2: there,
3: my friend. <laughs> I, uh, they're, <laughs> they're, selling, they're selling the original panels out there, and I bought three of them I that I, wa- I want to put up as a series. The middle of the series is just a full-frame black dynamite just walking down the street. Uh, Then I bought the the one where black dynamite punches a shark. And there's just, there's an impact crater on the shark's face where Black Dynamite has generated enough force underwater to punch a shark. <laughs> fuck that shark
2: up. <laughs> and, and, then the other,
3: and then the other one, of course, I, I had to get Black Dynamite sexing up the white plantation lady uh, as well. So I'm going to put those up in a series, uh, but just gorgeously, gorgeously yeah. drawn.
7: Yeah, I got, I got two of them. I got one for my son and one for my daughter. One is the Because the, the there's a female lead, a romantic interest that's kind of a, a Pam Greer character. Yeah. So. I have her sort of fun, uh, yeah, attacking her. a bunch of the people <laughs> for my daughter and Black Dynamite attacking people for my son. So, yeah. <laughs> so the, I,
3: the com- I bought Black Dynamite riding it on a horse. Yep. And then uh, the comic is out now, right? It, it's actually, it's actually yes. available now. Uh, is there a place? Uh, I mean, would you just get it at comic stores? You can. Can you order it online as well?
7: I believe Meltdown is carrying it. Meltdown, Meltdown,
3: Meltdown. has a ton, comic- but, for, but for the oh yeah, oh, I'm sorry, even, uh... <laughs> it's a podcast, I think I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because I'm going to podcast this, so this will go out to other non-LA places. Uh, hi, everybody.
7: Um, uh, am- Amazon.com is uh, has it as well, and uh, also through BlackDynamite.com as well. Um, it can be ordered as well.
3: I mean, did you have any concept at all, like when when you made this movie? Just the 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 runaway kind of viral life that it would have uh, afterwards. I, I,
0: it it just landed differently. You know what I mean? Because we're it, it was it was always kind of up and down, and then it's it's like I, I, something happened recently. Like where we were like it was just on stars, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden I'm like sitting in my like whatever in my apartment. And it's like oh, it's trending on Twitter. It's like <laughs> wow, that didn't happen when it came out. <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's like two years later, you know. So it's it's been a very weird journey, but it's it's been great. It's been fun. I mean, are people offering you tons of money to show up to events as Black
3: Dynamite?
4: Uh, no, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's gonna happen. Like, like you'll, you'll
0: get a. I, are you guys going to Comic Con this year? We went. Mm-hmm. No. Are we? <laughs> we went. We, I went to. We went you to. Heard to, it here
1: first, everybody. <laughs> uh,
0: we went to New York Comic. We went. I, we went to Comic Con. Right when it was coming out, like we went to Comic Con. Got to go back this year if you can. When is that thing? That's hey, in July. That's in third week oh, of July. July? Oh, okay. Yeah. Comic Con. We we're and then we were at, at uh, New York Comic Con too. There to be Comic-Con. a lot of people
1: dressed up, Michael.
0: <laughs> there will be a yeah, lot, yeah. People. Yeah, a lot of be- mascots. <laughs> I'm yeah. telling you.
3: Oh shit! Oh my god! <laughs> Michael Jai White, the actor who played Spawn, attacked. <laughs> Last year, guy gets All of Comic Con. This year, fucking. <laughs> right. Like <laughs> if the uh, Ars Nova people are listening here you've got to set up a booth at Comic-Con, sell the Black Dynamite comic and have a signing. You guys would fucking crush at Comic-Con. Uh if you went this year.
0: Yeah!
3: I'm telling you, if you set up a screening at
0: Comic-Con, <laughs> it would be insane. It was it was funny because we were there right before the movie came out and we had like a little roo- it, we had a little room and like you know how at like, Comic-Con people just stay in the room. Yeah. So like they were like I don't I don't know I like I, like why are these little pixie girls here? Like they're like all in the front. Like are they like I just didn't get it. Like are they black dynamite fans? It's like, no, they're standing in the room they're like, Chee! like you're cheering everything. You know, I don't know.
3: Like Pixies do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I think you I think you guys would have, I think you guys would crush at Comic Con uh, if you're there. I, I would love to um I would love to be able to open up the floor to a few questions. Uh if if people have questions and they're, they're good, you'll get a t shirt. Yes. Oh, General, you want to throw this a seat? Hey
1: guys. I, I love how authentically Los Angeles this was and how you were at the Santa Barbara Plaza and the Flying Fox and the Maverick's Flat. Isn't the guy that owns Maverick's Flat an actor? Wasn't he in uh, in some films? I think he was in Black Shampoo.
6: That was John Daniels, yeah. That was his place.
1: So was he was he there during this? Did you have a, a real guy that was doing this in the day watching you make this movie at Maverick's Flat?
0: Yeah, I think so. I remember he was there. <laughs> I, I thought that was pretty cool. That he you wasn't like,
3: can I be in your Black <laughs> movie?
0: Because
3: I
2: used to... <laughs> Right. It's funny uh, they
0: they they shot another they shot the Dolomite um, seek sequ- like the last Dolomite movie there too. It was really funny because like our location guy also just said, well oh, let's go back to Mavericks Flat for us. And so it was, it was just kind of funny seeing it again. But
3: excellent. Uh, yes, you have a question right here. Uh, did Black Dynamite learn how to use nunchucks, or did he come out of the womb knowing how? Well, <laughs> you know,
4: the second answer, you know better than that.
2: Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: now wait a minute now here, here's an interesting ethical question I'm trying to figure out what Black Dynamite's alignment is um would Black Dynamite burst through his mother's stomach or out of respect to his mother would he come out calmly <laughs> What's, what, what is Black he Dynamite? He would do
4: whatever is the least damage to her vagina. <laughs> That's what he would do. What, what, what would Black Dynamite do? Well, you know, he came flying kicking out there.
2: <laughs> With nunchucks. Yeah, it was and crazy. The, and, and,
4: and the doctor got smacked back.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and, and baby Black Dynamite said, Now, nah, Mama, I used excessive force here, and for that I apologize. <laughs> uh, yes, sir, second row, what is your name? John
1: Fasano. Hey, John. hey Michael. Hey, John. Uh,
4: what's happening, Captain? Uh, how you guys doing tonight?
1: You're great. A little Sado mascotism. But anyway, uh, <laughs> Michael, you were in The Dark Knight, and you were Spawn and Kill Bill. When are you going to play the Black Panther, brother?
4: Why, 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 didn't you, why didn't you mention the movie that you wrote? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Universal Soldier, the, the writer, of Universal Soldier. Oh shit! Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: These are the kind of awesome people that are coming to our panels. This makes me very
4: happy. <laughs> oh,
5: here, sorry. Sorry. So, when when did she play the Black Panther?
4: Well, I mean, you know, Scott and I met with those folks over at Marvel, and um, you know, they is on a slow burn, and yeah. it's a, uh, it's, uh, I don't know, we see what what's next, but we. Uh, I, I told him my, my take on it. I'll be Obama that will whoop your ass. <laughs> yeah. I'll, yeah.
2: Tell you,
3: I'll tell you what I would love to see. I would love to see, since they're going to reboot Batman after the Nolan series, yeah. I would love to see uh, you and Donald Glover as Batman and Robin. <laughs> that would be awesome. I think that would be fucking amazing. <laughs> that would be great. I mean, you would be an incredible Batman... I mean, like,
0: but dark, but humorous, and then, and and Donald Glover could just be that spry, acrobatic (laughs) Robin. I really wanted to get Spider Man. That would have been really funny. That would hold the Donald Glover Spider-Man uh, thing that was going on. Until,
3: until he said he got, until his agents got a call from Sony and they're like, can you please ask people to stop this movement because it's making us look like assholes. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Sony, like they so, actually Sony called and asked them to stop pushing for Donald Glover for Spider-Man because they're <laughs> like, we're not going to give it to him. Uh, we're going to give it to some foppy British kid. We got one right here. Oh, right here. Oh, this gentleman over right here. What is your name, sir? My name is Tony. Hey, Tony. And uh, how you doing? I'm good, thanks. Hey,
6: I got to say that each character in that film really stands out in their own way, and uh, to me, it's really entertaining. But the one character that I hate that died was Bullhorn. <laughs> Why did Bullhorn die? Yeah. And I just got to ask, what was the motivation behind creating Bullhorn? It was uh, Rudy Ray Moore. <laughs> he, he was a great inspiration right there. <laughs> yeah. We wanted to pay homage to homage to him, and that's what that was about. I
4: got you. And I feel good.
3: Now, if Bullhorn died in the first movie, of course there's got to be a way if there's a sequel that somehow.
4: I, I don't want to give it away, but there's. <laughs> He's got a brother, right? <laughs> <laughs> His oh. brother, megaphone? There's yeah. a dynamite <laughs> logic that, that occurs that, that you know, <laughs> that justifies it.
3: That's good to know. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, wait. Oh, you. Well, let me, get, let me get this gentleman first, and then, and then you, and then uh, what is your name, sir? Brian, hi. What is your question? Um, I'm going to awkwardly touch you.
5: <laughs> I like it. Oh, I'm going to stop
2: touching <laughs> you.
3: No, now don't touch me.
1: <laughs> Backfire abort. That's a one-way street friend. <laughs>
3: okay, what's your
7: question? This might be a silly question, but I just love the way um, Jimmy talked. In that first scene, the ridiculous way he talked. Oh, Aaron yeah. Vaughn. Is Baron there Vaughn. any way we can get more of that in the animated series <laughs> in the sequel? Because those few lines were just not enough for me. Yeah. I will just admit that.
0: Well, I mean, the idea behind it is that like a lot of the actors who were in black exploitation movies were like, you know, classically trained Shakespearean actors. And so he just ended up on a black exploitation movie. <laughs> yeah.
1: Also, Baron Vaughn's stand-up comedy sounds very much similar to that. So <laughs> check it
2: out. Well, yeah,
4: you, you can watch some black exploitation movies like, uh, like definitely like Blackula. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's a, he's, he's a theater guy. There's, yeah, theater um, guys. Yeah. Uh, uh, Willie Dynamite. Dynamite. Willie Dynamite was Gordon on Sesame Street.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh. You know. Yeah. yeah. But the and,
4: pimp in Willie Dynamite. Oh, uh, my Bell. God. Yeah. Bell. Oh God. Bell. Oh, my God. Was it Ron Bell? His, yes. He played Bell. The character's name was Bell, and he was like, he, they, they just played the- this damn scene. Willie Dynamite pimp scene. And just, if you can remember that, you look at that, that thing, it's insanely funny.
0: Very uh, influence, influencing our scene. This was oh the guy who God. played Gordon
3: on
4: Sesame Street? Yeah, no, Gordon's no. in it. Holy shit. Yeah. But look at the guy who runs the pimp council. And I'm telling you, it's like in that and they were serious. They were serious. When you see this, they were serious. This guy could not I mean, here's overacting. This dude was here. And it's and it's weird because it's
0: like a like almost like a like a gayish vampire pimp. (laughs) You got to collectivize. It's like that.
2: It's like really strange. <laughs> uh, what is you your say what you is control your, your bitches? <laughs> <laughs> hi, my name is Paris. I hi guys. Um hi. my question is uh for our first the first time that we saw it was in the uh Burbank Media Centre er, yeah, nearby. Yeah. It. And um before the movie they actually showed the promotional videos for um fight smack in the orphanage. Was they that did? Yes, yes, they did. Yes, they did. And, and I was wondering if that was all part of the first the first run or if you did that for any other special screenings. I,
0: I didn't know they did that. Yes. <laughs> and that's the where I saw it. I saw it at Burbank, but I didn't, they did the fights. They played the fight smack in the orphanage at, in Burbank? Yeah. They played the commercials and we were like, oh my gosh, this was being like an exclusive
2: thing.
3: So yeah, we it thought... We was really it was really exclusive. <laughs> 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 I didn't know about it. <laughs>
0: Way to go, Burbank. (laughs) You did something right, Burbank.
3: (laughs) Uh, Yes, sir, what is your name? My name's Mike. Um, Actually, I just had a follow-up on that. Are you guys still fighting smack in the orphanages? (laughs) A fair
0: question. Oh. I I, I thought you were going to actually ask the guys who fought smack in the orphanages.
3: (laughs) Is smack being fought in the
4: orphanages still? Uh, I don't know. I don't know I've uh... Are you was, to the,
0: where actually, in the Black Dynamite cartoon, there is fighting for the children.
3: Okay, good. On their behalf. Yes, sir, what is your name?
0: Kai.
5: Okay, Kai, what's your
1: question? I have a question for Bullhorn. <laughs> or Byron. You know, he's or a guy.
3: He's a this wasn't a documentary. Did you think that?
2: <laughs> he's he born okay. Bullhorn. Okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. I love Bullhorn, too. <laughs> yeah.
5: Byron. Yeah. Yeah. Byron. What the fuck? Does put your ankles in it mean?
0: What does it mean? Which is what?
5: Put your ankles in it.
4: Where did it get it from?
6: (laughs) (laughs) It it means put your foot in it so far that (laughs) your ankles are in (laughs) it. That actually, that, that that was a that was a line that uh, that Mike threw in. There. Yeah. yeah, that was.
4: Something. I mean, uh, Ru- Rudy Ray Moore had this. Uh, oh, he was saying, "Put your weight on it. Put <laughs> your <laughs> weight on it." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's so, what it was. Was so Bullhorn bull had to have his own. Yeah, his right, own that's bed. what it was. Also, <laughs>
6: in uh, I think it was um, what was that? Was that the Human Tornado? No, Disco, Godfather. That was Disco,
0: Disco
4: Godfather. Godfather.
6: Disco Godfather. Yeah, well, he said, "Drive, drive. Put your put your foot in the tank."
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh wait, that was
0: Human Tornado. <laughs> That was human. <laughs> drive,
6: motherfucker, drive.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah.
5: Was, uh, <laughs> thank you. Excuse me. Uh, what's your name? Was gonna, uh, Matthew. And what's your question? Uh, you guys, you guys are amazing. First of all. Um, thank you. Thank you thank so you. much. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> you guys know, um, there's obviously a comic book. There's an animated series. What else do you think uh, Black Dynamite's gonna spawn? No pun intended. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs>
7: Uh, oh, Black
3: Dynamite well, video game!
0: Wow. Yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. oh my God! Like a like a sandbox game, like just fucking run around and beat the shit out of
1: people. Yeah. But it's got to be well, for, I, it's got to be for the Wii, so you can use the nunchucks. Yes.
2: Oh.
0: Uh, well, we'd like to announce right now that there is going to be
4: <laughs> a Black Dynamite cereal. Oh my <laughs> God! Mercury, Mercury.
1: Does it change the milk color? A different color?
4: <laughs> it turns the milk black. And we, and we have marshmallow hose. <laughs> <that>
2: <laughs> <laughs> marshmallow.
6: And, and and cream corn <laughs> puffs.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> cream corn. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I'm. You Good
2: know, we've Tommy totally. I,
3: I haven't even mentioned Tommy Davidson yet, and we're fucking oh, yeah. phenomenal. And Tommy Davidson's
0: been with us from the beginning. He was in the original original trailer. That we did, the
4: $500 one playing cream corn. How did you,
3: were, were you just friends with Tommy before? Yeah, I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm
4: <laughs> good friends with Tommy. You know, I've known him for, for years, He's, he, that guy's, like, amazing. Yeah, he was great. <laughs> it, it was, cream corn, no! Like, I can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: any other, uh... uh, uh yes, uh, behatted fellow over there. What is your name? Uh, Lior. Hi. Uh, just... The kung fu bitches scene in the, uh, the whole dinner situation. I mean, come I on, you can't say it. you sound like you're in film school. The kung fu bitches scene, <laughs> was shot on a. No, but just the one who's just running by, swinging her arms. Like
7: this. <laughs> <laughs> Who
4: choreographed that? It was flawless. <laughs> uh, how how is
7: she swinging her arms again?
4: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, that's homage to the 70s. I mean, you you. When is the last time you've seen a karate chop? <laughs> you, know, you, remember the, you remember the karate chop?
2: That, like, <laughs> <laughs> You're a
4: martial arts expert.
3: You must use it all the time.
0: <laughs> and that actually was in the Kung Fu bitches scene from uh, Dolomite. At the end, a Dolomite, there's literally women swinging at nothing. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, just wildly swinging, and they don't know
4: karate, so it's like... And, and, and if you haven't seen Dolomite, you got to see his brand of kung fu. <laughs> it's it's worse than bullhorn. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and, and, just, and just just Dolomite. I mean his delivery. You know. I mean. And and it's like he had this this interesting thing. You watch him. Like when other actors were were talking, he just go dead, <laughs> until until his like his line, like like. Ask me what we gonna do now, uh, uh, Dolomite. Oh, we gonna take it to them fuckers <laughs> and we gonna tell them what time it is.
2: <laughs>
4: but that's the thing, he just goes dead. Every, <laughs> he's saving it. He's it for the show. <laughs> <laughs> I think
3: we have a couple more questions over here. Yes, sir. I, I, this cord won't reach, so you'll have to step forward. Yeah.
7: Um, was it tough finding uh, vintage cars that were in good working condition? And... Um for Michael, I heard there was a. has been talking about a reboot of Spawn for years now, and I was just wondering, is that ever happening? <laughs> Why are you doing that?
2: <laughs>
4: must be some strange habit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's an interview
4: instinct. <laughs> uh, I hope so. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, those are those are good questions. How, how did you how did you find how did you find the, the cars in the in the condition? There,
0: not too many. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean we had like a, guys who did the car thing, and I mean they're like they're like maybe seven. I mean, they, if you look at the movie, they reappear quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like there, uh, there's like a we had like a pacer that was like there for a couple of shots. Like a lot of things in Black Dynamite reappear numerous times. Like the wood paneling. That wood paneling is in like
1: 17. <laughs> oh, wasn't there an extra that gets shot like uh, I kill him six times yeah. in this
2: movie. <laughs> and he <laughs> plays
4: Abraham Lincoln.
2: Right. <laughs>
4: Bonus. Yeah. That, that's Pete Antico. Okay.
3: Yeah. So, and, and the second question about Spawn, the, the, a Spawn movie? I don't know. I mean, he distracted me with
4: this. this <laughs> <thing>. oh, <sorry. laughs> so, uh, what was the second question? Uh, McFarland was saying there was going to be a reboot of Spawn. Oh, well, he's been saying that for—he's <laughs> been saying that for a long time, you know. I mean, I, hopefully it will be, but soon I, I'm going to take that in my own hands, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, and do it the right way, you know. It's like it's—it's it's about time.
2: Yeah.
0: Actually, you know what? Let's tell a story about uh, Mortal Kombat, like in terms of taking it in your own hands. Like he, yeah. yeah.
2: Like, oh, really? Yeah. Uh go ahead, ask yeah, your
4: story. Oh yeah, we we got a, a big Mortal Kombat launch um on the fourteenth of this month. It's uh it's gonna be like a web thing and they're working on it, working it all out you know the details for the movie. That, mm-hmm. you know, to later on in this year to you know, do a Mortal Kombat movie but very dark. I don't know if anyone's seen the it's um, great, it's great Mortal trial. Kombat yeah. Yeah.
0: But they just did like that they did that like yeah. on spec. Like they didn't yeah. even have we, any we rights.
4: Could have, we could have been sued. Yeah. <laughs> so we just, we, we just did it. We just shot that. And then, you know, at first, you know, Warner Brothers was like, oh, we're gonna... Uh, how many people saw this? <laughs> well, they should have been sued for
1: the Mortal Kombat movies they made. Right, right.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and I, w- a weird thing was, I was supposed to be Jax in the last two Mortal Kombat movies. Oh. But, you know, the first one, I, you know, came at the same time as the Tyson movie. And the second one came at the same time as Spawn. And so I n- ended up going another direction each
3: Wise time. Wise so. decision. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. Can't beat
1: that song, though. Whoops. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey,
5: what is your question? What is Black Dynamite's weapon of choice?
4: Hmm. Oops, sorry. Um, weapon of choice is his, his, his intellect, his brain, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Good answer. I think it's time for, for a couple more questions.
3: Uh, uh, you, sir, you'll have to come forward though. I can't reach you. We ha- we don't have wireless mics here at Meltdown yet. <laughs> oh. Someday, though. What is your name?
5: It's uh, Trevor. First off, um, I came down here from Seattle, so. Oh. All right, oh. hey, man. that explains <laughs> the accent. Oh. Well <laughs> <good>. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: We all sound like that up there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the
3: rain, it gets to our brain It melts it, actually. Um, first question. They made
5: two more Mortal Kombat movies? Did they? I have no idea. I was just informed of that. But um, <laughs> no. there's this one
3: scene, actually I was wondering, there's one scene where you're running through the orphanage. In the background there's a giant sign that just says orphanage. No. yeah. Do you own that? Because that's fantastic.
0: I mean, <laughs> I, I, I'm like... Is there an orphanage that has that? Uh, Well, that's sort of like in in Black Dynamite world, things are just named what they are. Uh. (laughs) Like, if you go to the community center, it just says Community Center. (laughs) The community center doesn't actually have a name.
3: (laughs) I'm going to tell everyone out there about this. (laughs) Thank you.
0: Now, are you actually
3: British, or are you a Seattle trust fund kid who went to England for a week? (laughs) Actually, all right. um, Blow your mind for a second. I was actually raised in Hong Kong. Oh. Partially Hong Kong podcast. It's not. Oh right. right. <laughs> but, but I had British tutors there. Oh, gotcha. And so they basically enlisted British people to come down, uh-huh. teach us the accent.
5: Okay. Oh, and they, then. Then you they, guys had oh, to give Hong Kong back worked. on TV. That was embarrassing. <laughs> 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 they did a good job. <laughs> yeah, and,
0: um, I
3: was really awesome. <laughs> Maybe we'll podcast you someday. <laughs> um, any other, uh, a couple, couple more questions? Uh, oh, th- there's a gentleman right here, and then I'll, I'll work back this way. Um oh I I can't even reach you. You'll have to lean forward. No problem. Come here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Come Pause.
7: On. This question's for Michael. Do you still have the red polo shirt that you wore?
4: <laughs> Weird red, red polo shirt. The
7: red polo. Oh,
4: that was that's mine. That's <laughs> no, I mean literally, I had that that shirt before Black Dynamite. That shirt's
0: in the original trailer too, actually.
4: Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I had I I had gone to a seventies party and bought some stuff and didn't throw it away. So, so uh, you know, I pulled that stuff out and I you know I wore it. For, for you know, that is admirable yeah. because I have a whole closet full of shit where I'm like, someday I might be in a sketch where I need
3: a big fedora. And I'm like, I've never been in a sketch where I need a big fedora. I just have a pile of stuff. I'm
4: just a hoarder. <laughs> <laughs> you know, How a many dead cats do you have? <laughs> uh-huh. It's hoarders, that's what they do. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, madam, but uh, you
3: have to come here. I'm so sorry. Just push through. <laughs> yeah.
5: You know, um, at like the Rocky Horror Picture Show midnight screenings, how they have the little rituals, like they have the newspaper and they yell like "blood" at Janet and stuff. Mm-hmm. What would you hope people would say and do at Black Dynamite
0: midnight screening? Um, well, maybe hold up waffles when uh, Bullhorn says, <laughs> <had laughs> "Those buttery motherfuckers are <laughs> melting your mouth." <laughs>
3: <laughs> Excellent. All right, uh, that guy back there.
0: Come on up here, son. Come here.
3: What is your name? My name's Dwayne. And what's your question?
5: I was wondering, uh, Mike, the whole time you were do- uh the... Oh, is that yours? Or you is that kn- Jim Kelly? No,
4: that's Jim Kelly. Yeah. Right, that- so, so you guys dubbed that in, though? Is it, or no, that, or is that's that really me. That's... <laughs> You know, you know, Jim Kelly had that particular yell, and even, and even when he's like in the middle of fighting, it's like whoop whoop whoop
2: whoop whoop
4: <laughs> You know, what I mean? and so I mean, you know, because in Kill Bill, like when you're,
0: <laughs> you bastard! In, the, in, the, in, the, in the, I was wondering how come Tarantino cut that up, Like, do
5: you do voice acting? Have you appeared in any uh, movies or cartoons? And stuff? I mean, uh, Quentin
4: and I are friends, and we we goof around like that all the time. I was supposed to do this fight scene, and the next day he's like, "Do that voice, do the you know, do the you know the you know kind of Aussie you know, hey, where you getting, you know that, that thing, you know, <laughs> you know we, we we clown around with each other all the time." It's like huh, I killed your teacher. Now I'm gonna kill you too. You know that 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 whole thing. And I couldn't believe that he wanted me to do that in the scene. And I'm like, Are you serious? He says, like, Yeah, yeah, do it. But you know, I mean, that scene got cut because it don't belong in a damn movie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, I,
3: think we have, I think we have time for one more question here. Who is? Oh, a guy in the back waving his hand. Get up here, hell yes. quick! Hell yes.
5: Hello. How you guys doing? All right, all right. It's been a few years since I see you. How you doing? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, it's so great when
2: old friends come together.
3: (laughs) I mean, the podcast audio portion can't capture the true magic of this long-awaited reunion. Let's all just take a. I'm kidding.
5: You're so clever. No, you, you probably haven't seen me since I was 13. I'm John's uh, stepson, right here. Oh, okay. What's yeah. up? Yeah? <laughs> yeah. I'm a cock.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was uncalled for on my part. You're forgiven.
5: I have a a question for Byron. Actually, Uh, I think think Bullhorn is like one of the greatest characters ever conceived on the silver screen. I just, I love Bullhorn. Uh, And you were talking about earlier how you guys have a a character you play who is playing the character on screen, and yours was uh, something Washington, right?
6: Yeah, T. Purvis Washington. Right.
5: (laughs) So I'm I'm curious because watching the movie, it's like. What is he? He's obviously not a trained Shakespearean actor. He's not a football player. I get the feeling the guy playing Bullhorn was like a real pimp or a real drug pusher. Somebody that the producer of the movie owes a favor to is like, man, I want to be in a movie. And he's like, yeah, give this guy a part. You'll be Bullhorn. Like, was, like What's the backstory behind the guy playing Bullhorn?
6: Uh, I, to, to tell you the truth, the, the way I always imagined him, he was uh, uh, a nightclub performer, pretty
4: much like Rudy Ray Moore. Who had that talent to rhyme, and what have you yeah, so. there, there, there was a um, there was a scene that was cut out with the entrance of bullhorn, and he uh, he does this kind of rhyme, this poetry to the bongos, you know <laughs> and um I, you know we kind of we kind of miss that, and I'm kind of wondering if he he remembers it. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I want to
6: tell you a story (laughs) about a friend I have had. He's a mean motherfucker and he's super bad. So grab onto your seats and hang on tight. Why tell you a story about black dynamite?
3: (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) Well. Uh, there's going to be a signing out uh, out here afterwards with Black Dynamite comic book Slave Island, so make sure and, and pick it up. I see everyone, buy a comic book. Yes, and also uh, Adrian Young uh, will be playing with the uh, Black Dynamite Orchestra out there as well, so you will hear a mid Black Dynamite music. Please, everyone, thank. please join me in thanking Mr. Byron Mins, Brian Ash, scott sanders and of course michael jai white thank you for coming to black dynamite here at the nerdist at meltdown thank you nerdist we will see you later thank you so much good night
2: now leaving nerdist.com
4: enjoy your burrito